Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Tell you what else was worth checking out this morning was the Kiwi Friends. What a great uh, semi-final performance they put on against uh, the Poms. They they might have started a bit cold because they got caught early and conceded the first try, but after that it was all Kiwi Friends, 20-6. to They've won and they have set up a final against the Gillaroos, a second crack at them, and joining us to talk to us about that is the former Kiwi Friends captain, Honey Hedemi Smiler. G'day, Honey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Ricardo. How are you? Yeah, good, mate, good. Uh, great performance uh, from the team. A uh, bit of a shaky start, as I mentioned. They maybe got caught a bit cold there, but uh, they're just too good in the end, weren't they? Yeah, too sharp. I mean, they've, they've been strong consistently throughout, so it's been... Um Oh, it's been good just to see their growth go through and, and to really solidify that that uh, win this morning. Oh, it's just got me amped, you know, the amount of women's rugby that's being played at the moment. Yeah, mate. Um, uh, sorry, you know, women's, women's sport, should I say, has just been outstanding. It's It's been fantastic. I mean, you know, uh, the, the the Black Ferns and their... their uh, win in the Rugby World Cup against the odds against the Poms was was one thing, but uh, you know if, if the Kiwi Ferns could go and do this as well um, against the Aussies, I mean we've already had a game against the Gillaroos in the pool play and they only just beat us. Uh, I think the fact that we we lost to them first up in the pool play gives us a really good chance to beat them second time round here. Yeah, well, it sets it up nicely, too, and you can tell, you know, the Dillaroos, like, you know, they obviously got through their semi-final against PNG fairly easy, you know, enough that um, their coach could rest seven of their top players. Mm. So, you know, I, I think for us, like, we come in, you know, with a lot better preparation, um, and, you know, if you, go, if you go off that last result, I think our middles really dominated that game, and I can't see uh, the Dillaroos matching that, you know, that, that, that intensity and... There's been a lot of questions around the, you know, the Kiwi Ferns having such a young squad and fairly inexperienced. But I mean, some of those young players, Millie Hufanga today, absolutely steps up, you know. And and across the board, you can see there's a real genuine team connection there. They're playing more as a team as opposed to, um, you know, the other the other well, the Jillaroos that kind of rely on their stars. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting point, eh? Because I mean, if you if one of your stars, if you rely on a couple of players to do everything for you and they have an off day, then the team tends to be in in trouble. But like you said, Amelia uh, uh, Hufanga, she was superb, absolute powerhouse at centre for the uh, for the Kiwi Ferns today. Yeah, and even the likes of Amber Hall, you know, she's she's been in the team for a while now. She's got great experience, and to me, I'm picking her as player of the tournament so far. She's she's just coming out. Uh, you know, game after game and bashing people. And I'll tell you what, that uh, Taryn Aiken that the Jillaroos have got, um, she's been outstanding too, but uh, she didn't play their semi-final. And I'd say that's a result of Amber running over top of her 
uh, numerous times in that, in that last pool match. So there, there's a few uh, little niggles. I know that the Jillaroos are, are carrying, and uh, you know, as long as the Kiwi fans focus on their recovery this week, um, I think we, we're um, ticking along really nicely and just seem to be evolving. I, th- I think we're going to have a great, great Rugby League World Cup. I'd love to see them get it back for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about Abigail Roach? I mean, she she got thrown in the deep end against the Jillaroos uh, and pool play, but she's just gone from strength to strength. What do you make of uh, of, of how she has played in this tournament? Yeah, well, she's probably a bit of a mixed bag up against in that first test match and, and tough on her to make her debut up against up against Australia, but I thought she did really well today. She, I, I really like her support lines and cover lines. I'd like to see her take take a bit more charge. I saw that you know her her fringe there got probably a little bit less less ball movement today. But um, oh, you know she's she's an outstanding athlete. She's got great skills. So just seeing her express herself more and having that confidence to really step up come this, this final, I think she's cements that other halfback position alongside racing McGregor. Yeah, and uh, the, uh, another player who has been a standout for the Kiwi Ferns for a long period of time is Georgia Hale. Uh, she really, uh, you know, sort of just orchestrates everything. Um, Georgia, it sounds like, is going to be playing her rugby league in the UK uh, next season. How 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 detrimental to her game going forward do you think a move up there could be? You know, stepping away from the NRLW to a to a league that's probably still developing to that level. Yeah, yeah, had a chat to Georgia just before they left, and yeah, she, she mentioned she was going to go over and uh, follow her partner over there. But look, that Super League competition, it's actually quite a strong competition. I think she gets in, in amongst the wrong team, but you know, players like Georgia, they can lift, she can lift the whole team, you know, her work rate and her work ethic is just outstanding, you know, she, she'll probably do half the job for half the team, to be honest. So I don't think it makes her uh, take a step back. She's such a, a professional. Uh, when it comes to her own game and knowing what she does, and if, if the quality is not quite up to it, she'll ensure that she is. You know, I don't see her uh, taking a step back forwards. I think she's in the she'll go she'll go another four years in the Kiwi Ferns. That one. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because at the, where we are at the men's game, you know, they struggle to fit an international calendar in, but it, it seems like it's perfectly set up with the way that the NRLW is developing, Super League is developing as well, to have a proper international calendar for women's rugby league going forward. And, you know, I know we saw PNG get absolutely smoked in the semi, and you don't want to see that at that stage of a tournament, but it is a, a prime opportunity to help develop some of those nations and, and have more regular international football. Oh, 100%. There needs to be more. And so that, you know, I think the, the likes of, you know, these our southern hemisphere teams, you know, like the, you look across at Kiwi Fern teams, the amount of Tongan and Samoa players that we have, you know, if they were to start doing what they've done in the men's game, our Pacific nations would have, would have their teams in the World Cup too because they are quality teams. Both Tonga, Samoa, the Cook Islands were probably, you know, they probably struggled a bit this World Cup, but we've got those Pacific nations that can step up and play in a rugby league World Cup. You know, they bring in the likes of Brazil and France who are still probably not quite at the standard yet. I was a bit disappointed in Canada. They took a step back this World Cup. I thought they were really good in their, in their first outing in 2017 World Cup. But Papua New Guinea is a great story. You know, their first World Cup 2017 and then to make the semi-final, you know, that shows that the... the uh, the quality's there. They just need more. They just need to play more football. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, we've also got the growth of NRLW. I've mentioned it. You know, it's gone up by two teams again uh, for the coming season. So there's going to be more players needed. I, I, I don't think it'll be too long before you see a Kiwi Ferns team name that doesn't have any locally based players, right? Yeah, well, that's all. We really need the, the Warriors to, you know, come to the table and, and put in a team. And I know these chats, these things in the pipelines. 
uh, for them to hopefully get into that next intake come sort of 20, 2024, 2025. I think they're talking, but um, yeah, I mean, it does, you know, make it scary. But, you know, you look across our grassroots here in New Zealand, you know, we've got 17s, uh, you know, under 16, 17s, and 18s playing regular rugby league. You know, the tournaments that have been around have been outstanding. So the, the want is there and the player base is there, but we need to, you know, be be ensure that we're not losing them um, like we do our men's, you know. That's why we really need that Warriors pathway. Yeah, exactly. It's all about pathways, isn't it? And, and the professional game. Actually, on that, you know, rugby league seems to... Um, uh, in terms of with the NRLW particularly, have it uh, the pathway really set up uh, quite well for uh, for the women's game. Do you see some of those NRL clubs potentially looking at the, the this Black Ferns uh, team and maybe talking to a Portia <laughs> Woodman or a Ruby Tui or a Stacey Flewler? I mean, you know, those players could all do great things in NRL. We've already uh, seen, uh, you know, a couple of players go over there from the Sevens programme. Oh, look, I know for a fact they've been talking to them for the last couple of years. I mean, I was constantly in the area... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's actually been a, a fair amount of chat in that space. And, um, you know, obviously you saw Gail uh, Broughton, you know, take her opportunity in that. And um, Gail would have been in that Kiwi fence. She made herself unavailable. She didn't feel she was quite ready for the Rugby World Cup. And I thought that was, you know, a really mature decision from her. And she's got years in her, you know, she's only a young player still. So, um, but, yeah, I think, you know, the... Rugby league is an attractive game and you kind of want to watch it. Well, you don't kind of want to, you definitely want to watch it. But then in saying that, the way the Black Ferns are, are taking their, the women's rugby, you know, that's, that's become a really exciting product as well. So, yeah, I, I just love that there's opportunities there for, for our uh, Kiwi athletes. Yeah, no, it's fantastic, mate. I mean, uh, I don't know if you've got yourself set up as a player agent yet, but maybe you should. Maybe maybe that's the next <laughs> move, honey. <laughs> You're the first one to tell me that. I've got enough jobs as it is. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, yeah, seriously, though, I mean, you, you mentioned that the Warriors are there or thereabouts with, you know, w- wanting to be involved in the next intake of teams for the NRLW. If you were going to pick a spine, uh, if you were going to sign a spine for a Warriors NRLW team and you could, you know, maybe have a pick of this Black Ferns and this Kiwi Ferns side, who, who would you look at signing, uh, you know, for your fullback, your halfback, um, your 13 and your hooker? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, racing goes to the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, who I would definitely like a Teresa Fitzpatrick in the in the halves, possibly there. I'd, I'd have a uh, a Stacey Fluler out of my centres. I would have um, a Millie Hufunga absolutely in my centres. Fullback's an interesting one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, maybe a Ruby Tui out on the wing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Uppy Nichols is just too experienced to go past for that fullback position. Uh, and she just, she just positions herself so well. She knows the game, great kicker. Ooh, gee, that's a tough one. Just trying to think. Oh, Aisha Latina, gotta gotta have her. She's built for rugby league, that kid. Yeah, mate, she go <laughs> she go well. All right, I tell you what, uh, Ruby, um, Ruby would go well there. She, what do you reckon of her at fullback in league? I know that they've, they've pushed her out on the wing in the union because they, you know, sort of the, with the kicking game of the French and the English, they were worried that her positioning wouldn't be right. But uh, you reckon she'd go all right at fullback in rugby league? Oh, 100%. Ruby goes all right anywhere, wherever she plays. She could she could play as a prop, that, that one. She's just, she's all in everything at 110 miles an hour. Uh, yeah, she, she'd be an exceptional fullback, to be honest. Oh, 
you, you couldn't not have her in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I can't wait to see what happens and how this develops because it feels to me a little bit like New Zealand rugby's been caught asleep at the wheel with the women's game, and I wonder how to, how watertight those contracts are with with two new NRLW teams about to launch. <laughs> you know, if we're going to see any any players switching codes, honey, it's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on, isn't it? <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah, it's great. It's great, and she's keeping her cars very close to her chest. Should be a politician as well, honey. The way you're going, you're getting too many jobs. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll pass on that one. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, what's your pick for the final, though? The Gillaroos, the Kiwi Ferns. What, what, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be a tight game, and I think if. Uh, you know, that, that opening 20 minutes of the Kiwi friends can, you know, start well, get on the ball early. I think if they're chasing the game, they'll struggle there, even though England got on the board first today. I think they'll struggle to chase the game, so we need a good start, get some points early, and then close them out. Mm. I think through our middles, we are too strong, so I'm backing the Kiwi friends 100%. Yeah, well, I hope, hopefully you're right, mate. I'm looking forward to that final, honey. Uh, really appreciate your time today, mate. Go well and uh, enjoy the rugby league this weekend. Uh, Samoa, Kangaroos, Jillaroos, Kiwi friends, looking forward to all of it. Cheers. Thanks, Ricardo. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.